Hi, 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 hi. Welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. I'm sleepless, haven't slept in a couple nights, feeling very wired. <laughs> Drinking more caffeine than is recommended for a breastfeeding woman. You are coming in with a lot of fucking energy today, I babe. am. Holy shit. It's, it's not just because it's Independence Day, right? Part of it is that, yes. We but are the hyped. other part is, I am a new mother... And I'd like to say that our listeners have a 100% track record with their guesses on the gender of our baby. They do? All of them guessed correctly? Yeah, it's one for one. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one fan guessed, and he guessed correctly, so it's 100%. Congratulations yeah. to this particular fan. Yeah, they said it's going to be a girl, and that you should buy a firearm. They should have said it's going to be a... A uh, grunting, squealing piglet, because that's more that's what she's what like. That's truly what it is, yeah. Yeah. Did you know, guys, there's something called grunting baby syndrome? It's true. We've learned this over the past three weeks of not being able to sleep a single moment. Because our baby has that. Yeah. Um, it's basically when they, they don't understand how to take a shit or fart. Um, so, so what they do is yeah. they flex their abdominal muscles intensely, but they're feels also right. I could see why they would start there. Right? right. Right. But you're also flexing your anus at the same time, which means that you're completely blocking anything from possibly coming out of your butt. And they just need to learn how to flex their abs and release their sphincter. But it's, it's hard. It's a process. It's complex. It'll take a couple of months probably. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, just a tube of shit basically they're just a, two holes at this point they're just a digestive system that's exactly right a baby is just two holes with a bunch of shit Literally. breast milk turning yeah. into shit in yeah. the middle of it yeah yeah anyway yeah. she's beautiful she's perfect she's gorgeous <laughs> i love that's, her that's what our biology makes us think i know, you know if I mean? we didn't um the baby would be shaken by now or like a cinder block you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like we we're we fall completely in love with the baby right um but babies are so annoying. They're so annoying. That we had to evolve these impulses so as not to just like catapult Turn them, them off, off a cliff. Turn them off when we feel like know? it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To Turn them off. To like, you're being loud. I don't like this. I'm ending this. Right. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No other baby in the animal kingdom is born this underdeveloped, by That's the way. true. Um, humans have the most immature babies out of literally any animal. It's We're the only animal that a baby, basically, we have them, and they can't do anything. Right. Like a baby deer can run. Mm-hmm. Shit, even a baby like chimpanzee can like climb around and like make noises. And, yeah. you know, it's only a human baby is born this immaturely. And it's because our heads are so fucking big. Because our brains are big. Our, and, right, and, it's, and that's why we've dominated the world. But the, the fact is, this thing is not supposed to be alive yet. No, you they're know, supposed to still to be inside. the rest of the animal kingdom. Yeah. Um, but in order for it not to get stuck in yo pussy coming mm -hmm. out. And then we both die, which ends the species. Exactly. They got to come out like little larva like, like this. Like little pieces of cookie dough. Which is Completely what she looks like. She looks like a, a, a root vegetable. <laughs> a somebody potato. carved a face into. Aww. People ask us, like, who does she look more like? And I'm like, she doesn't look like anybody. She looks like a piece yeah, she, of foo-foo. Like, she, she looks... Sorry, do people not know what that is? You're giving me a weird look. You don't know what it is? I don't know what foo-foo is. It's a, um, a root vegetable that gets mashed and eaten as a starch in Africa. Fufu. It's a it's a yummy. You're looking starch. at me like I should know what fufu is. 
I've you, never been to Africa. When, you when did you go Crown to Africa? Heights. I didn't go there. I'm just eating African food. Okay, well, she looks like some fucking... <laughs> she Damn. looks like a piece of dough that somebody <laughs> stuck their fingers into That's to make a little Fufu face out of like. it. Wow. Doesn't yeah, it's like, like that, that yeah, got, it's kind of like oblong and shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like you malleable. Like you just press your thumbs into it's like it. Play doh. It kind of has the texture of like a bow bun almost. Yeah, it's right. A little more structured than that, but that's exactly the texture that she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. totally moldable. She takes whatever the form of whatever container you pour her into. <laughs> um, but it is the Fourth of July. Yes, it is. It's our our daughter's first Fourth of July. Um, our thirtieth and thirty third. <laughs> And we're fucking stoked about it. We're yeah. going to go out. We're going to a party today. We are going to a party with the baby. We've pre- we've let everyone know. Like, we prefaced this, you know. We made sure people were aware. A baby's Honestly, coming. they're stoked about it. Yeah. I think this is the best time to bring a baby to a party is when they, they can't run around yeah. or break anything really or, like, really say anything at all or do much besides, I mean, mostly what she does is sleep Yeah. during the daytime. And then at night Which she's is frustrating. yeah yeah she she and we are awake sure and have been for three weeks that's right um, what I was just thinking about this what makes you feel patriotic what makes me feel patriotic like, is there anything in particular like I can go first if you want drinking fifteen beers on the fourth of July isn't doesn't that it it, it really does feel good actually yeah, it makes absolutely. me proud to be an American uh huh um, I was gonna say baseball like. Watching baseball, going to a baseball game, anything involving baseball just makes me feel so patriotic. Well, listen, those two things can go hand in hand, absolutely. And often do. Yeah. And are supposed to. And especially, I mean, I feel like in Florida, those those two things, like, well, here's another thing, is that I noticed, we were in Florida on the 4th of July last year, and I noticed that um, there's a massive South American contingency that it goes absolutely balls to the wall for yeah. the Fourth of July. Yeah, especially and in they also Southwest love baseball Florida. and they also love drinking a lot. It's a perfect combo. Like, what else do they need? They also fireworks. Fi- okay, here's the thing. One of my top most like patriotic memories that I have is last year on the 4th of July yeah. when we went to the Bayfront in Sarasota to watch the fireworks and we were the only white people there. It was amazing. It was crazy. And it was all like, I think, Colombian, I don't know, Col- like, like teenagers with yeah. broccoli top haircuts. Hell and yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Venezuelan immigrants. From like, yeah, yeah. Venezuela and Ecuador. Yeah. We got mat. We had massive families from every corner of South America yeah. absolutely going hard as a motherfucker. Here's another thing they like. I noticed Latin cultures love giant oversized flags. Yeah, they love flags. Any and opportunity like, to like wave your wave flag it, and like go yeah. buck wild. Primary colors. For your country. So, like Primary frankly, colors. They like that. Huge. Um, And I just, I literally teared up because I was, I was just thinking to myself, I would love to feel as passionate about my country as these Venezuelan immigrants do, you know? I'm just like here twiddling my thumbs going like me me like kind of having this like I don't know no offense like a little bit of a liberal attitude about like America sucking you know like well you're a fish so in water indust- babe you know what, what I mean you're a fish in water you do, you're used to yeah, being in exactly. America you know what well, I mean that's that's my point yeah. yeah and then like 
you know, you have to come here from some country that's, you know, a good dumpster fire. And, like, you get excited <laughs> no. about it. And I was like, I want to love my country as much as this Colombian family with seven kids. I, w- I want that feeling. Like, look at these people. They're fucking excited to be here. And they they're are. excited to celebrate. And Nathan turned to me and he was like, honestly, I think they just like the fireworks. Well, they do. I was <laughs> the like, fireworks are a big draw, you got to right. say. It's probably more the fireworks and flags than it is, like, <laughs> their passion for my home country. But I did have no. That I think you had a point. I, I I was just being a hater. But the thing is, like, no, you definitely got a point. But the thing is, what's funny about what you just said is that uh, Colombia and Venezuela are not nearly as bad of dumpster fires as they have been in They're, the past. Yeah, no, not I thought at Venezuela all. was still struggling pretty hard. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought Venezuela and Colombia had like kind of figured themselves out. Oh, all right, I like that. Um, let me go back to baseball real quick though, because I have an addendum. So I think the, the thing that makes me feel the most patriotic about baseball is Uh actually when I see other cultures participating in baseball. Like when I see a Japanese player Mm -hmm. or, you know, watch like a short documentary about like Japanese baseball. Some kid from a Caribbean island or something like that. Exactly. I just... Uh Oh, my heart just swells. I'm like, that's our culture over there making an impact. (laughs) They love it, too. They see that it's really cool. It is really cool. That's true. So you're just you're just really on this patriotic feeling. You're riding this patriotic wave today. Yeah, I I was just thinking about it. Um, I have other. There's no better day to do that. Two years ago, we were in Tennessee and my mom made you drive the pontoon boat. And I embarrass the shit out of you by blasting like top forty country rap, if you know what I mean by well, that. Well, listen, when in I'm, Rome, you got to do that, right? I felt super patriotic about that. Yeah, of course. Like Florida Georgia Line, yeah. and shit, and they, you know, the, those groups that have like a hook or like a, yeah, a bridge where they like rap a little bit, but they're like, <laughs> yes. they're they're white country singers. It's they're the like worst form of music. Boys with a chin strap. But listen, I think all of these activities that we're describing as being patriotic are just like really insanely stupid things to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. explode, like high explosives, in, like large amounts of alcohol, yeah. like playing the worst music in the world on a pontoon boat yeah. on the hottest day of the year. Um, But all that is, you could tie that all up into the fact that like, Sort of the American spirit is about being completely being unabashed stupid. about, yeah, the things you enjoy. Being mm-hmm. utterly free to enjoy the things that you that bring you joy no matter what they are. And, if and especially if they appeal to your animal that. instincts, right? Like if they just like are all about like getting you excited about something completely meaningless, right? Yeah, I was going to say if you're... If you're being really honest yeah. about the things that light you up and bring you joy, they often are quite stupid. Yeah, exactly. And quite <laughs> That's simple what I'm saying. And quite, like, just completely unsophisticated. Some guy plugging his guitar into an amplifier and playing the national anthem in the middle of the street. Did that happen? That happened. That's one of my Florida men today. Oh, he got shit. arrested for doing it. Oh. But it was really cool. He got arrested because he started a huge fucking party in the middle of the street. That's Everybody awesome. stopped so and yet yeah, cheered for him. Go for this guy. Exactly. Love this guy. What a patriot. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's an unabashedly stupid thing to do, but it's about doing what brings you joy. Uh, is celebrating the ultimate freedom. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, go. Like, let's launch into your. Okay. Florida man. Well, my Florida men start off thusly. 
patriotic Florida man gets arrested for rocking the national anthem too hard. Florida Man Strikes Again. This is from Metal Injection uh, magazine. Oh, yes. Florida Man Strikes Again, this time in the form of a Jacksonville resident, uh, Lane Pittman, who decided to get patriotic on July 4th, as one does by rocking the national anthem in the middle of the street, which is a bad idea. Obstruction of traffic is a great way to piss everyone off and get the cops called on you, which is exactly what happened. So the cops show up, and Pittman moves to the sidewalk. No harm, no foul, except once he was done jamming, he got arrested because he attracted too much of a rowdy crowd. Uh. Uh, according to police uh, via the Orlando Weekly, quote, out of respect for the national anthem, they let him finish the national anthem. <laughs> Neptune Beach Police Chief David Sembach told WXJT, he was told he was going to have to stop playing. He went to the sidewalk and continued playing, and it was only after that the crowd was getting hostile. So the only way to stop it, since he wasn't going to stop playing, was to take him out of the location. <laughs> uh, Pittman has also released his own statement along with the below footage of the incident. Um I want to put this out before anyone hears anything differently. On July 4th, 2015, this did happen a while ago, but it's still the legacy remains. I was arrested by Neptune Beach police officers for playing the Star Spangled Banner and a few seconds of Ted Nugent on my guitar on oh First my. Street and Margaret in the 32266. I originally set up in the middle of the street, but it was told by an officer that I was going to jail if I kept playing and that I couldn't play in the street. I then asked if I could just move it back to the sidewalk. The officer said yes, so I did. After I got done, multiple officers came up to me and said they, quote, just needed to talk to me. I thought I was in the clear because the original officer told me it was okay to play on the sidewalk. I guess he failed to let his fellow officers mm -hmm. know because they detained me, threatened to take me downtown for it. I do not promote deliberately defying authority. I endorse good character and fun times within the system. Which, you know, frankly, I think is not that American. That American. No, I think it's more American to say, fuck the police. The yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I think that American spirit that we we're talking about is all about saying, fuck authority. Yeah. But that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Um, although you probably Even, shouldn't like, the stand were, in the like, middle fuck of the street. authority, I guess, right? In a way. Yeah. So, well, you know, they were like, authority's amazing, but not well, like, your authority. Our authority. Yeah, our authority yeah, is, is the most this amazing. Guy and. We name our children like sin, sin of our savior, precious. That's true. The pilgrims were famous for mercy, yeah, killing. for having insane names. Yeah, uh, uh, I think one of with a bunch of hyphens. I think one of them was had it not been for Jesus Christ, thou hadst been damned. Uh, Parker was that? her last name. That was her first name, and sure. her last name was Parker. Do you think they did that because most children died? So I think they really did that didn't... because they were fucking freaks, which is why they found their way to America. America yeah. is a nation of freaks. 100%. And that's why Florida is the most American state out of all 50. Because it's the most freakish. It is the freakiest state. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think you should stand in the middle of the street. I think that's a bad thing to do because <laughs> you're probably going to get hit by a car. And I think the police were probably right to advise him to not do that. But, like, come on. Let the man play. It's the 4th yeah. of fucking July. Well, they did let him sakes. finish. Because, you know, the cops are very respectful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to white people. Um, let me let me take a turn. So, Florida woman used baby to beat boyfriend, police say. Used baby to beat boyfriend. Yes. A lot of weird things happened in Florida. This is from the Miami New Times, which we're big fans of because it sounds like a fake publication. And also you don't have to pay f to get access to the articles. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Orlando Sentinel and Tampa Bay Times. God damn it. Um, we're here every Friday morning to give you... Oh, this is a preamble. Goodbye. Okay. Woman allegedly swung six-month-old, quote, like a bat at boyfriend. Whoa! 
It says, 18 is a difficult age. Sometimes your prom date dumps you the last minute for a guy oh, named no. Chet with a rat tail haircut. Sometimes you do one too many Everclear shots on a dare and vomit into mom's prized ficus. Oof. Sometimes your car gets taken away because you flunk calculus. And sometimes your boyfriend refuses to escort you to a public bathroom, which means your only recourse is to swing your six-month-old child at him on a crowded beach. Wow. On Independence Day. Wow. In broad daylight. Volusia County Beach Safety Ocean Rescue Officials, which I think is a funny name for a job. Safety Ocean. Excuse me. I'm the Beach Safety Ocean Rescue Official. (laughs) Says Tatiana Allen, 18, did just that on July 4th. Allen, who lives in Orlando, has been vacationing in Daytona that had been vacationing in Daytona that weekend. The paper reported that Allen herself called 911 that day to claim her boyfriend had pushed and hit her after refusing to walk her to the bathroom. Oh, you ratchet bitch. But the many witnesses hanging at the beach on the 4th of July told police they watched Allen enraged, hit her boyfriend repeatedly before grabbing her six-month-old and swinging him, quote, like a bat at the man. Jesus fucking Christ. This is a quote from a, um, a bystander. She beat her like three-month-old baby, if that, against her boyfriend and threw him in the sand face down. Whoa! A, a 911 caller said, the baby was screaming. It was face down in the sand. It can't hold its head up. Oh, my God. That is so brutal. That's some of the most ratchet shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So it says she swung it like a bat. What was she, like, holding, holding him by the... The legs? Legs? Maybe? How do you how do you swing an infant like a bat? You'd have to pick a you'd have to pick a an end of the infant. So you'd either, either have to hold it by the, the head or the legs. It seems like the. I legs, don't know which right? is worse, like holding them by the head and then using the legs, the legs to, as the implement, yeah, or holding them by the legs and using the head as the implement. Oh no! <laughs> and it said during the incident. Now this says she accidentally mm-hmm. smacked the baby's head against a metal railing. That's really awful. Obviously, oh. the baby's okay. Like, I mean, I don't know how okay the baby is, you know, after this God. and having this uh, woman as your mother. But well, yeah, um, fundamentally, the, the, the I would say like this baby is injured. not okay. I would say right. like f- in terms of their whole life, this baby is not okay. Right. But in terms of injury sustained because the mother used it as a weapon, they're they're all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for the rest of their life, probably not, not okay. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would yeah. wager a guess. Sure. Dude, that is so fucked up. And she's 18 on Daytona. Obviously wasted, Mm -hmm. of course. Okay, another July 4th happening. A Florida man, I mean, this is the most obvious thing ever, but a Florida man uh, severed his own hand by holding a firework while it exploded. Guys, I mean, listen, when you mix booze with explosives, you're going to get shit like this happening. All I can say is light the firework and run away. It's not cool if you hold it. I mean, it is cool, but it's not cool enough <laughs> to justify blowing your hand off. Um, so this man, a Broward County resident, uh, was doing a little bit of early celebrating uh, on Saturday, early Saturday morning, um, when a mishap occurred and his hand was blown off of his body and far away. <laughs> Shit, really? They, could they <laughs> yeah. retrieve it? Well, so by the time first responders arrived, the man whose name has not been publicly disclosed had already been transported to a nearby hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, BSO spokesman Kerry Codd told the Miami Herald that the personnel were able to retrieve the man's hand and bring it to the hospital where he was already receiving treatment. 
Um, but as of yet, it is unknown if the man's hand has been fully reattached or whether it remains severed from his body. Wow. Did you know that um, anytime their their mugshot or name has been redacted, it's actually because they paid for that? I did know that. And it leads me to believe that this guy is like old enough and like he's probably like Secure a local businessman, to, you know, yeah. or like a lawyer or some shit. Like yeah. he, does, he doesn't want his name out in public. Um, but he should have met this Florida man uh, who was pretending to be a firework and screaming noises in the middle of the night. Oh. So ahead of the weekend of the 4th of July, America's Independence Day, uh, residents of a Cape Coral Canal in Florida were woken up by fireworks, but not what you're thinking of. On the night of June 25th, Sarah Warnecki could hear a man screaming very loudly at 3 a.m. When she went out, there was not much to see, so she shouted, telling him to shut up. To that, the man pretended to be a firework and yelled, conveying that fireworks were really annoying and people should stop doing it in the middle of the night. Mm. He was caught on a security tape screaming fireworks noises across the canal in the southeastern 10th Avenue of the town. In the video, a man could be heard screaming, Firecracker! Firecracker! Boom! To that, Warneck shouts, Shut up! Replying to her, he screams again using expletives, Bottle rocket! Yeah, it's fucking annoying, isn't it? Quit fucking doing it in the middle of the night. <laughs> Which Damn. I just, like, I love this guy. I think this guy is fucking great. Yeah, wait until the actual holiday. What are you doing? That's true. You spend, people do spend, like, weeks and weeks blowing up fireworks before and after the 4th of July. Uh, causing house fires, blowing off people's hands, fucking he exploding have been like, their faces. Baby, I'm a firework. He should have said Carrie, Katy yeah. Perry at them. I mean, wouldn't that have been more annoying? That would have been really, really. Or if the yeah, aim or was to annoy. Combine all of the methods that we found today in this episode and play Katy Perry on the electric guitar extremely loudly over an amplifier in the middle of the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that everybody knows. That. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they would have let that song play out. Listen, I don't think that you know. On second thought, I don't think that's effective messaging. I don't. I don't Mm. know if anybody would be able to tell what he was trying to get across. Right. He simply stated his complaint. (laughs) It's fucking annoying. Stop fucking doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm with this guy. The more dad, the more I become a father, the more I'm I inherit these get off my lawn type of tendencies. Sure, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Which I appreciate in people. I do too. I think it's kind of hot, actually. Which is why when you read a news article from Florida, their names are always like Timothy Nico Sharkey Granada Simpson Gonzalez <laughs> or something like that. What? What are you talking about? Because that's a poor people name. I see. So they don't have the resources to, to reach out to have their lawyer contact the local yeah. paper and redact their name. Yeah. So you're it's gonna always going to be. Yeah. Like you're going to get like Billy Bob fucking uh marcus cletus the third yep from like up in the panhandle Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like you know that is a okay there's two types of people who have really long names and one is the man we just described and Uh the other is like if you're an antique dealer in connecticut like only those two people like (laughs) Like (laughs) poor people in florida or antique dealers in connecticut like if you're like you're right if you're James, John, Chesterton, Westminster, McCabe, Kennedy the Third, like that, that you know, that kind of guy has yeah. a long name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also um, notice only like, only like rednecks and uh, old money wasps 
uh, do multiples in their names, like sure. the third or fourth or fifth or whatever the fuck, you know. I also find that those two groups share another similarity, and that is pasty white skin. Yes, Nathan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but also nicknames that are included in their names. You'll see this a lot in obituaries with quotation marks. And it has <laughs> nothing to do with their name. Like if their name is... Um, so like if their name is like Charles, mm-hmm. it'll say like Charles Snarky, snarky. in quotes or whatever, like yeah. uh, O'Leary Charles or whatever. Stinky Williams, yeah, like, the fourth. Exactly. Charles Stinky Williams. They always have like, or I've seen where it's like Charles Pete, like Pete's in quotes, like Charles, Charles Pete. Pete O'Donovan. And you're like, why was, why were people calling him Pete? Like. The naming that doesn't conventions. make any sense. That's not even a nickname. It's not like you said like. Yeah. You didn't say like, you know, Sharky. You just chose another like, name. Yeah. I don't know why people do that. Why can't these Florida men just have normal names? You know what I mean? they're not normal people. That's, I guess, the point. That's the point of the whole show, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I guess you can't go around calling a Florida man Tom, you know? Just Tom Richardson. Yeah. I think probably that's not enough for he him. Needs a nickname. Yeah. Yeah, or Tom Richardson might be a serial killer in Florida. True. If you're too if you seem too normal and you live in Florida, you're hiding something. Yeah, that's when you should be really you should be worried about that guy. Cool. That's what I think. I have another one for you. It's Go not for it. a it's not a woman specifically or is it? We don't know, but seven people were poisoned with meth at Florida Hibachi restaurant. Poisoned with meth? Yeah, so initially... Or given some free meth as a gift. I think poisoned because they were very, like... They got sick. They got sick and concerned and went to the ER. They weren't having fun at the hibachi. (laughs) Well, they didn't know what it was. Now, seriously, imagine that you had been slipped meth without your knowledge. Oh, my God. Like, I would think I'm dying. Yeah, of course. Your heart's racing, like, right? You're like... You, you're like jittery, like you're yeah. short of breath, maybe even you're like more your mind alive is racing. Than you've ever been before. <laughs> no, Nathan. What didn't you think? Like you, like ate something toxic, or like I would, I totally are going to die of a parasite. Have you ever done Adderall? Because Adderall is just meth, you know. I've done Adderall, and it doesn't do anything for me. I'm confused. Am I not doing enough? Like your third eye is already all the way open. Apparently, <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe the the perks. And I don't feel like Coke does anything to me either. Like. So you just like you don't even need drugs. You're yeah. just elevating on a, a higher plane entirely. Right. I think so, yeah. Um and now you even get the the other benefits of meth, which is not sleeping at all. Right. So you're hyper focused and awake all the time. All you need to do to replicate the effects of meth is just have a kid. I did. Yeah. I do that to myself. You did that to yourself. So, so maybe you do like meth after maybe all. Maybe I do. Okay, but listen. So I initially heard about this uh-huh. hibachi incident by just a news article saying that there was a an incident yeah. at a hibachi restaurant in Florida that sent seven people to the emergency room. Right, and you were thinking food poisoning. Or no, you were thinking I was like thinking a- they fell on the grill, which is my oh. worst fear. I literally have nightmares about tripping and falling on a hibachi grill. That happened to a famous person, didn't it? Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley tripped on her dress, yep. the hem of her dress, mm-hmm. and landed face first on a plancha yes. at a hibachi restaurant. 
That's yes. a fucking nightmare. But has that ever happened to anybody else in the history of Hibachi? Or just Scientologists? I don't know. She was a Scientologist. Is. She didn't die. Oh. Right? Did she die? I don't think so. I don't, I, listen, I don't know a thing about Kirstie Alley. Yeah, she's the spokesperson of Weight Watchers. She was an what? actress. Um, I don't think she does any acting anymore, but Well, because she's, she's got half a face. I, they reconstructed it pretty good. Oh, yeah? She yeah, looks like herself? Got, Listen, she's got the backing of the world's most powerful church and a lot of Hollywood money, a lot of Weight Watchers money. That's funny. I was going to say, as a Scientologist, it kind of makes me feel like it could have been like a hit attempt. Like maybe she said the Uh, wrong thing and they were like, watch it. We'll grill your face. We're going to put rosin on your dress and it's going to be sticky and you're going to trip. Exactly. It's the perfect crime. It is. I like that. But yeah, that's one of my worst fears. Like it's completely irrational. I never go to a hibachi restaurant. Mm -hmm. The last time I was at a hibachi restaurant was um, this girl Brittany's 15th birthday in uh-huh. Orlando. We went, we all went to hibachi. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't been great. in fucking 15. It is, it is good. But you've, it sounds like you've been specifically avoiding them so you don't accidentally trip and fall yeah, they and scare me. melt your face on, they the, scare me. on the grill. Yes. Um, or what but, if the guy gets a little hot oil on your face or your eye, in your and eye? And you catch on fire? No, just. Or you just, oh, you oil, just sizzle you your yourself. eyeball. Yeah. Like a, like a popcorn kernel. Yeah. Um, like, you know you know how it hurts when you're just, like, you have olive oil in a pan on your stove on high heat, and you, like, let's say you're frying an egg, and you get, like, yeah. a little splatter on your chest or something. Yeah, like, you that don't like that. fucking hurts. Imagine the grill that's even hotter. Um, I, listen, I don't know. I mean, this could be a whole category of injury that I'm not aware of, like, hibachi, like, hibachi mishaps, but... It sounds like you're se- at least seven times more likely to get poisoned with meth <laughs> yeah. than you are to accidentally trip and fall on the grill. Well, apparently, because that's what happened. So this is from the Pensacola News Journal. Uh-huh. A Japanese hibachi and steakhouse in Florida is the center of an investigation surrounding seven people who were allegedly poisoned with methamphetamine after eating together at one of the restaurant's hibachi tables on June 9th. Jesus Christ. The Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office announced that it was investigating the incident at Nico Japanese Steakhouse on June 10th, but no arrests have been made so far. Drug tests conducted at the Santa Rosa Medical Center confirmed that at least three of the people involved in the incident tested positive for methamphetamine and negative for all other drugs tested. Wait, wait, I didn't read this paragraph. Uh So you're saying seven people ate together at this restaurant and Mm -hmm. seven people went to the ER saying they'd been poisoned, but only three of them had meth in their system? No, only three of them had only meth in their systems. Oh. So the other, the remaining four of them had some oh. other shit going on too. Wow, because I was going to say, yeah. that also sounds like something that would happen to me, where everyone is going like, ah, ah, I don't feel well. Like yeah. my heart, is, my heart uh-huh. is pounding. Like I'm sweating. Like what's happening? And then I would naturally also have those symptoms occur inside of my body because I'm tricking myself. <laughs> you know, I, listen, you have been known to do this. I've been known to do this. Like I would definitely be like, Oh my God, me too. And then I would start exhibiting the symptoms. Right. Sympathetically. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't actually have had any meth sprinkled no, no, no. on your food. Okay. But I, I see what you're saying. So mm-hmm. let's continue. So husband and wife, Brandon and Jordan Gray 
and their friend Matthew Gilly said they were seated at a hibachi table at Nico Japanese Steakhouse on Friday night mm-hmm. with four other guests who had already been served salads. And I wonder if that's the key to the mystery. I don't know. <laughs> Pensacola attorney Aaron Watson, who the Grays and Gillies have hired, said neither party involved in the incident knew each other beforehand. Okay. Mm. According to Jordan, she and her husband didn't notice anything out of the ordinary during the dinner, but began experiencing symptoms later that night. Quote, none of us slept. All of us had our hearts racing. It was very scary, Jordan said. (laughs) Brandon called a friend who is a police officer in Santa Uh Rosa County to tell them about their symptoms and ask for advice. The friend advised them to head to the hospital because another family had arrived in the emergency room just then after eating at Nico with the same symptoms. Holy shit, just gnashing their teeth and rolling their eyes. Yes. That's yes. fucking crazy. The family who checked into the emergency room was the same family the Grays sat with at Nico. Drug tests were conducted at the Santa Rosa Medical Center on Saturday and confirmed that the Grays and Gillies were positive for methamphetamines and negative for all other drugs tested. God damn. The sheriff's office announced on the same day that they were opening an investigation of the incident. One suspect has been interviewed, but no arrests have been made. One suspect. They obvious, the fact that there's only one suspect makes me think that the restaurant was like, it's this fucking oh, guy. Oh, wait a minute. It says, okay. What? According to Jordan, she and her husband regularly dined at Nico, a uh-huh. restaurant in Pace, uh-huh. and always had a pleasant experience. This time, however, uh-huh. Jordan said that the sh- chef's insistence that they try the, quote, sweet soy sauce stood out to her. <laughs> This is so crazy. She says, quote, we got a little bit of a lecture from the chef Uh about how healthy soy sauce is for you, Uh particularly that you should take it like once a day, she said. Other than that, like I said, everything was fairly normal. Wow. You should also take meth probably more than once a day if you're addicted to meth. But like, here's the thing. If you're in possession of meth, why would you want to give it out? Wouldn't you want to keep it? For yourself, because you do meth, because that's why you're in possession of meth. Listen, I don't think so. I mean, this guy was obviously, like, doing experiments. Or maybe he was trying to get them hooked. You know what I mean? Maybe oh, because he, thought, he was a dealer. Yeah, maybe he thought he could get this, like, table of people to keep coming back every single meal oh, to Nico to, Steakhouse. Okay, I see, I see. Get them hooked on Nico Steakhouse. Yeah, exactly. Because of the meth. I mean, <laughs> the one of the most insanely addictive drugs known to man... You put it in the soy sauce, mm. you make them use the soy sauce, yeah. and then they'll never stop coming to Nico's Steakhouse. Wow. I mean, I think it's genius, kind of. Yeah. Also, can you imagine being on meth and watching that, like, th- flame trick they do with the grill? <gasps> oh, When they yeah. squirt oh, the oil God, on it, yeah. how fucking exciting that must be. Yeah. Oh, one person says, quote, I'm not going to lie. It was probably an employee. I'm sure they didn't do it intentionally, but cross-contamination is very easy. Really careless regardless. (laughs) Goodness. Oh, that's just so insane. Yeah, just having a heart attack and seeing the walls speed up and like just like being completely unable to sleep. They put steak on the grill and it You can't stop talking about business ideas. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I actually once had a similar experience, believe it or not. Um, I was in a foreign country with my with my family, and I was like 12 or 13 years old. It was actually Ireland, and um, we had been staying in we'd been staying in a place that was heated with uh, peat, like the, oh. you're aware of like peat moss, right? Like burning peat moss. Yeah, for heat instead as a of heat wood. Source? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something they do in Ireland. So the place we were staying in had been burning peat in the fireplace, like to keep it warm. 
Um, but the peat smoke had been ambient in like the, the atmosphere a little bit. And it had caused me, I think I was allergic to it. It caused me to have the worst fucking cough of my entire life. Uh. Like just constantly hacking my lungs up all day long for like multiple days. And obviously I was driving my parents crazy. So they were like, let's get this fucking kid some allergy medication. So, okay. So they get me some Sudafed from an Irish pharmacy. (laughs) They feed me the Sudafed. Mm -hmm. My cough goes away. Thank Christ. Um, But then we all go to dinner. And while we're at dinner, um, I start hallucinating like a fucking madman. Like I'm just sitting there. And um, all of a sudden, I start, like, having... My heart starts racing, and I start, like, laughing really, really hard. But I'm, like, crying a little bit at the same time. Like, tears are welling out of my eyes. And I, I swear to God, I'm looking at the walls, and the walls look as if they're accelerating towards my face, like, as fast as possible. Like, imagine in, like, a, like a sci-fi show when they yeah. go to warp speed, and yeah. everything starts, like, zooming at your face as quickly as possible. That's what I was experiencing. How old were you? I was like 12 or 13 years old, so I had never done any drugs. I had never like, had an experience like this in my life. I had no fucking clue Did what was going on. Did you immediately equate it to the allergy medication? No, I had no idea. I just thought just I thought was like going insane. Yeah, yeah, I knew there was something drastically wrong. Yeah. So I, I just was kind of like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was in there for like way too long because the hallucinations <laughs> did not stop. So I was just sitting in the stall going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like just no idea what was going on. So my dad finally walks into the bathroom and goes like, hey, buddy, do you want to like take a walk? And he just like pulls me out of the restaurant and we just go on a stroll. And I finally, whew, I catch my breath and my heartbeat starts like normalizing and the, the hallucinations finally stop. And I go like, dad, I don't know what just happened. I think it was losing my mind. And he told me that if you have an allergy to the allergy medication – then you can start hallucinating just Thank like I God did. Thank God that he was a doctor. Seriously. Like, what if he? Did, what if your parent didn't know that? Yeah. Like, well, damn, then, they might have taken you to the ER. Yeah, or maybe we would have gone to the Irish like justice system and like accused yeah. them of putting meth in my food. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah, seriously, like I, I had no idea, Glad but it turns out that. I'm allergic to Sudafed. Jesus. Have you ever taken it since? No, I've avoided it because that was a nightmare. Oh, but like, you know, that could be attractive. It could be recreational. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe if I don't have an allergic reaction to anything and I just blast Sudafed. Isn't Sudafed one of the ingredients if you're going to cook meth? Yes, it is. Wow, I wonder how you'd react to meth. Probably pretty poorly. Interesting. <laughs> so the opposite of me <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never done meth, but you've done Ad- Adderall is meth. It's insane. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's upper middle class uh, product. Well, yeah, exactly. It's methamphetamines for the upper middle class. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's that's what a special story, though. That really, um, truly. What a what a momentous trip to the hibachi grill. Yeah. As if I wasn't afraid enough. Here's what you should be afraid of. Um, so last week, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there was an incident in, um, in Pinellas County, our favorite and most notable county in Florida. There's always an incident, yes. Um, the incident was as such, a, a Florida man unloaded 30 rounds of ammunition at a pool cleaner who he presumed was an intruder. No. Yeah. So the pool cleaner Shit. had spent all day fucking working on this pool oh, fuck. and was actually working after hours. And which is this which Ugh. was the cause of the whole situation to begin oh, with. The no. guy didn't expect him to be there. 
So he thought he was an intruder. So of course, of course, in he Florida, unloads. The first thing you do is reach for your what gun, Kelsey Ann? What do you imagine it was? A Glock nine. An AR fifteen. Fuck an automa- automated semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. Semi-automatic rifle. Um, and f- empty 30 rounds of ammunition into a man standing about 10 feet away from you. Because 10 won't do it. No. One won't do You've it. You've got to absolutely murder the hell out of this guy. Now, the thing is, um, it's completely legal what he did. The shooter was not charged. Uh, apparently, the pool guy should have said he was going to be working late. To avoid being shot at 30 times, oh Pinellas God. County Sheriff Bob Gualtieri called the situation lawful but awful. <laughs> but just like what a what a perfect like beautiful little Florida uh, Florida nugget for us. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's your home is your castle, and if some guy's there when he's not supposed to be, you've got to murder him. I, like, want to be making jokes about this, but, like, it's just hitting me wrong. It's just so <laughs> sad. Fuck. You well, know, it's sad because he was on the clock. Yeah, he was And working. on the clock after hours. And you like, know he was overtime. working for minimum wage. Yes. If that, he was and probably a fucking... And that was his last fucking... day on earth, just go- Actually, doing overtime for this stupid he's fucking fine. asshole's pool. He's totally fine. What do you mean? He's fine. After 30 rounds? Well, yeah, the guy didn't hit him. How could he not hit him? I, you're asking me, I have no fucking, I have no fucking clue. Oh my God. That also probably explains why he had to empty 30 rounds. What a fucking loser. Seriously. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, thank God. Thank God. This this is what I'm saying. I think that I wouldn't open fire on somebody until they were in my house. Like, do you remember that guy who thought he was being chased by dinosaurs? Yeah. Got shot by that lady? Yeah. I think that's totally justified because he's trying as hard as he can to break into your house. Also, that woman is going, please leave. I do not want to do this. Exactly. I'm going to have to shoot you, and I don't want to. Right. Please leave. That's and the he thing. was like, I dinosaurs. Think- blah, 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 blah. The stipulation should be you have to at least say, hey, get the fuck out of here before you start shooting at somebody. Yeah. As long as they're not like, you know, as long as they don't have a weapon. Of any right, kind, right, as right. long as they don't like, you know, because this guy was just, he was cleaning the pool. He was just walking around in the backyard. It's not like he was in his house with a fucking lead pipe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He was just like a, a guy who was in the backyard when he wasn't expecting any company. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus. So you got to at least stick your head out and go, what the fuck? Get out of here. Who are you? Get the fuck out of here. And he turns around and goes like, um, oh, I'm the pool guy, I'm dude. the pool guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Damn. Damn. Yep. Okay. Okay, and on the subject of child abuse, to circle back around to <laughs> not just our sweet little darling baby, but the uh, the Florida woman who used her sweet little darling baby as a, an implement of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, a Florida man says he left his child in a hot car because be it was raining that. and she was sleeping. Oh, they'd be doing that. Um, yeah, in Florida Tavares, people. Florida. Do you know where that is? No. Tavares, Tavares. An Instacart worker accused of leaving his daughter for nearly an hour inside of a hot car parked at a Publix in Tavares tells Fox 35 News that he's remorseful about what happened and he's making no excuses except for uh, that... That it was raining. That it was and raining that and that she was sleeping and that asleep. he was at work and yep, 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 yep. he wouldn't be gone long. Um, Oof. Yep. Although I do like... The rain, 
that makes it a little more complicated. Because it doesn't seem hot. It doesn't seem. Well, you hot. Just, you just you can't just leave your kid in the car no matter what. Like it doesn't matter if it's cold or now, hot. Now I think that this is an issue about the cost of childcare in mm-hmm. our country. Okay, why was he? Why did the child have to be with him at work? Yeah, it's a good point. You know. Yeah, he because should be able to. We have to... no fucking national childcare, and it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. We are, I mean, the only developed nation to not have some sort of like public resource yeah. for that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's ungodly expensive. Why is she in the car anyway? Yeah. Um, I think it, sa- it says in the article that she was sick. So it could uh, be that okay, he couldn't yeah. have even brought her to yeah. child care anyway. Yeah. Um, but he should be able to take the fucking day off without, like, you know, being afraid. Of, like, not being able to pay rent or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A week later, a two-year-old in Orange City, Florida, died after being left in a hot car for hours. Volusia County deputies said a family went to lunch and came back home but forgot the fucking girl was in the car. No. Still strapped into the car seat. And three hours later, in 105 degree heat, uh, she died at the hospital. No. Oh my God, that's terrible. Terrible. So fucked up, dude. Um, So we're going to Florida. We're bringing our daughter to Florida to present her to your father Mm -hmm. at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So we got to make sure we don't accidentally forget uh, young Stevie. Yeah. Right. Because, you know... Sometimes she, she you would go only to lunch. Be like five weeks old. It's like I've lived, you know, the majority of my time on this earth without her. Right. Yeah. So like forgetting her, you know, give or take. Yeah, it's understandable, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, I, can't, I mean, it's so fucking insane that they left a two-year-old in the car. Like, how do you forget a two-year-old's a two-year-old. there? Yeah, that that one's nuts. But I, I guess they just went. They went to lunch. They had a great time. They had a. The conversation must have been absolutely Riveting. enthralling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so we can't forget her in any cars, especially not in a Publix parking lot. I yeah, feel like definitely not. That's the parking lot of doom. Def- I feel it, yeah. If you find yourself in a Publix parking lot for upwards of an hour, hour? your chances <laughs> of dying skyrocket. Yeah. And that's no matter what age you are. Yeah, and no matter what the circumstance. Exactly. You know? If you spend eight hours in a Publix parking lot... Um, you're, you're lucky to survive that. You're a statistic at that point. Yeah, you're yeah. exactly. You're going to be a statistic <laughs> one way or the other. In fact, here's what public should do is that they should have a guy who's specifically in charge of going car to car and like wrangling a parking lot attendant, parking lot attendant who's there to collect children, children. who've been left. Mm. And then they keep the children and then they uh, turn them, they, you know, they sort of like put them in like an apprenticeship program to, to work generally, at, to, yeah, to become managers. Oh. Of I the publics, like that. a you know, like a priest, well, or like the Dalai Lama. They've you know? been saved; their life has been spared. Exactly. So now it's they only owe their life that they owe their life to and the organization. All of their time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I think that's genius, babe. Yeah. Okay. Last thing, um, July Fourth. Just so you know, this is my Florida fact for the day. July Fourth is the top day for losing your child. What like in Florida? Like, not to death, but just losing them for More children who have been lost are found by the police. Oh, no. On July 4th than any other day of the year. Weird. Because every family is going to the beach. Yeah, yeah. And every mom and dad are drinking. Sure. And all of the kids are just doing whatever they want. And so nobody knows where their kids are at. (laughs) Nice. Exactly. Nice. My Florida fact is that... um, the University of Florida, the Florida Gators, um, they're redoing their stadium. 
They're going to they do are? a $400 million renovation on the swamp. God damn, dude. College football in the South is just so Massive. other level. Yeah. yeah. $400 million? million? Mm-hmm. For a fucking public university? I know. It's unconscionable. Isn't that insane? Yeah. This is a bad look, <laughs> like, actually. What else could that money be going to? I'm sure there's Nothing. some sort of department that I can't like, think could of possibly use it. Or maybe, like, because that's state money. You know, maybe there's some sort of like, uh, you know, there's maybe there's a middle school nearby that could probably use like maybe, maybe we, one or two of those millions of dollars. Maybe we could start a fund for childcare, oh, yeah. or so for the guy's... parking lot attendant at Publix. Exactly. Yeah. I could think of a few things. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. Uh, we're gonna go drink a lot and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully not lose our daughter at yeah. the beach. All right. Bye. Bye.